Hi, this is Bruce Buffer, and you're listening to the Bronson Beard Podcast. Welcome back, Tailgaters. I am very excited to announce our next guest this week. Uh, he's somebody that I grew up watching on the basketball court. Honestly, a little giddy right now talking to him. Uh, he's helped influence the current state of the NBA, and you may have seen him play on the And One Streetball team, showcasing his uh, incredible handles. Uh, this guy is who DeJounte Murray thinks he is right now, playing in these pro-ams, by the way. Uh, please help me welcome Tim Giddens, a.k.a. Headache to the show. Woo! Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I'm really excited to talk to you. I mean, I grew up watching you play um, kind of that whole initial and one crew uh, was so much fun to watch when the mixtape was kind of first coming out there. Um, I know the first one was considered the, the, the skip tape, was it? Um, But, uh, but yeah, just just seeing everything evolve uh, and still continuing on is is pretty awesome. But um, I don't know if I should call you Tim or Headache because I'm so so used to knowing you as as Headache. But uh, hey, I respond to both. But you know, you call me Tim; it's so much easier. Yeah, <laughs> Look, I laugh because whenever I, whenever I hear like when I when I'm at the house and one of the, my kids and my wife said for them it's more of a pun and joke. So that's the thing. Like, oh, what yeah. do you mean? What do you mean, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> Getting them in trouble. Hey, hey, one day I, I slipped up. You know how you, you try to stand on your toes? I'll be like, I'm like, I'm, I'm talking to my wife. I'm like, hey, babe, I got a headache. They're like, oh, no, watch out. I'm like, all my, all my kids at the same time. I'm like, really? That's what you're going to do? <laughs> I'm like, really? I'm like, oh, I, I deserve that. Okay. Oh, thank you. God. That's funny. I, I, I mean, I've seen you. Uh, seen you slap some opponents while you're playing against them you're, you're not are you teaching your kids that or your wife that at all <laughs> no hey what's crazy for like my my middle babies i got two girls and then my son's oldest my son's like an incredible drummer so and and crazy part about it and drills he can do everything left hand right hand finish from the free throw line in off two steps yeah. shoot the ball but he don't want no part of basketball really like none. Like my little baby, she's the athlete. She can shoot it. Like she wanna, she be a freshman this year in high school. So she, she missed two years of playing because of the pandemic. So now it's like relearn the game, relearn the, learn the basics. And then that's as hard. It's hard for me to coach her because it's just, it's a daddy daughter thing. Yeah. So, so that my when my coaching voice come out, she think it's her scrolling voice. So uh. like, it's like it's, it's like, and then then I have to deal with mommy. Like you gotta be softer. I'm like. Oh my God. I'm like <laughs> I, okay, and then, so and then my baby girl, she she's playing softball, so it's hard because I would love to get like to give it, and it's a, it's amazing because like everybody yeah. on her team want me to train them and coach them, and I'm like, come on, baby, let's go outside. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 I'm like, oh man, but yeah, now nah, it's, it's God. I wish I wish it was that is that like, you know coaches tell you all the time, and. I, I learned early because I used to be around Mark Jackson all the time. So his, yeah. old, his, his son, when we used to go play at LA, um, and, um, up at UCLA, we up there playing pickup. And I'm on the sideline waiting from next. I'm with his son. We working on like handle little Mark. We working on handle stuff, teaching some stuff. And then Mark come out of the game. It's like Mark was like, just finished up in the league. And he was like, he's like, Dad, Dad, man, headache could kill you. I'm like, <laughs> 
<laughs> he's like, like dad, he showed me this stuff. I'm like, I'm like, come here. I said, you know your dad at this time, Mark was number two all time assist leader. I'm like, yeah. like you know, like he's number two all time assist in the world. He's like, yeah, but that's my dad. You yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then Mark looked at me and was like, when you have kids, you will understand. Yeah, yeah. You are regular to them, and they don't care. They don't care. That that's funny. <laughs> that's so funny. I guess that I, I was going to ask you a little later, but then I just got to bring it up. Like, I know there was the new thirty for thirty out, and and kind of talked about like a lot of the NBA players were saying like the and one guys can never be in the NBA and stuff like that. I guess what are your thoughts on that? And like, are there any players that like you could still take to this day or what? <laughs> I, I know you can take Mark Jackson right now, currently. I know that. And I I do that for brotherly love because you know I can get him back now because he's older. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know, like we and then crazy part was I did another podcast right after we shot it, and they, everybody was like, everybody was up upset about it. And I'm like, I didn't really get upset about it because I know it's part of the, it's part of the, it's part of the ambiance. It's part of what they can say. Like, and I laugh when Kyrie said it because I grew up and he's his dad, and okay. his dad probably eight nine years old. There's older than me, and when I was 15, 16, I was going at his dad. At 14, 15, I was getting 30 and 40. So I'm like, it's cute that you say it because yeah. me and my prime, you and your prime, you couldn't guard me. So yeah. like, you don't yeah. know. And then we talk about regiment. I said, have you seen y'all regiment? Because they all talk about, oh, you know, they it's 99 day. I said. I stand in the gym eight hours a day, and I was always in the best shape on the court. I ain't never yeah. get tired. I ain't even drink water when I play. Like so, yeah. like yeah. But that's the the naive, but it's also the ego of a basketball player. Yeah, and yeah. And one thing I told my because my wife, my family was mad. They're like, oh, you know, that's so messed up. And like Amon Shumpert, no, because I knew I was at the Chicago game, so like they wouldn't let me suit up. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to suit up. Me, Ao, we we wanted to, suit. but ball players know who. Can really ball like yeah yeah they're not gonna admit it because i wouldn't admit it yeah like, yeah know, and, I, and, I, and i tell kids all the time like as a basketball player we all know if i play against you i might have won the game you might have been killing only me and you know that because yeah. you know i ain't gonna say cause we won so i'm like yeah but my mind i'm going whoo next time i see sean <laughs> but I ain't gonna say we won. Like I had twenty, you had thirty. We won. Your stats don't mean nothing. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's the obvious and the love of the hate of basketball, especially us, because when we when we did it, they ran from us. Everybody know that. Like we wanted to play against them in every way possible. Yep. They ran. Just like the yep. other day, my young boy, um, little nephew, Obi Toppins, them played in a Nike program in New York. New York guys is not moving out your way. Yep. Yep. And they want to get smacked. But I tell people, like, we just, I just talked to my guy on the phone. He's like, yeah, that's crazy. I said, the problem is people so willing to, to crucify them but don't understand there's some dudes out here that's not going to move. And especially like a, new, a city like New York, a Chicago, a Detroit. Yeah. I tell everybody, like, when Homicide trying to get LeBron to come to New York. I'm like, yeah, but it ain't the same guys like when I was playing. Yeah, like, yeah. You have to go through somebody. Now it's, it's, it's a little like I let you get mine, you let me get yours. It yeah. wasn't that back in the day. You get foul hard, you got yeah. <laughs> but 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 for them to lose, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. For you losing a pro am with three pros, yeah, it shows you how serious they take it. Yeah. Yeah. You so know, some of those some of those old videos of like you guys playing, like it's just such hard basketball, like the fouls, it's just everyone's going at each other. I was going to, I was going to kind of ask you like, 
were there fist fights? Like, did you ever get into a people? Because like you were, you were a pretty physical guy. <laughs> like, well, I, like I, I mean, I just played this weekend because I, I I took my knee. I played with some guys weekend, and they don't know who I am. So I'm in the gym playing with like guy like twenty two to like twenty eight, and I'm in cruise control because I'm just trying to fill my body out back from first time playing. And I go to the hole and dude just swipe down, hit my arm, and I fight and lay it in, and I get back on D. I cut him off. He bounced off me, go out of bounds. He called foul. <laughs> and I looked at him. I'm like, why would you call foul? He's like, he's like, he's like, nah, you fouled me. I said, with my chest? I said, you swipe across my whole arm. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't try to give me the ball. I just laid it in. I didn't say nothing. He go, well, no, you can't do that. What, play defense? And he's like, I said, I said, I said, okay. So next time I go down the hole, I catch the ball, I take a hard, slow dribble, and I go right through his chest and then lay it up. He go, that's the offensive foul. You gotta make your mind, bro. God. Like, but that's that's the that's the state of it. Because when we played, it was like you're not allowed to call a foul. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, oh, yeah. and my thing, and and for us, we had to endure that for it to be successful. Yeah. Like we went out, like like we was in Boston. Like the funny one, the best ones in Boston, me, Maine. It was me, Maine, Ao, Hot Sauce. Matter of fact, is in one of the videos like, dudes had on green green tank tops. So they call the rail station. We doing a promo. They call the rail station tomorrow. Oh, yeah, guys, y'all ain't real. You know how I go. Y'all ain't real. Y'all won't come to such such park. We like, what address? <laughs> we on a bus. We with address. We'll come. When we get there, the park is packed. <laughs> they got jerseys on. Like, where y'all get jerseys from? <laughs> like, like, we... <laughs> Wish I had these pre-ordered. Like, yeah, like, UPS it overnight, just ready to go. <laughs> so we get in there, we start playing. It gets physical from the jump. But me, man, half man, AO, we all from the hood. Like we not backing down. Do like whatever, whatever. We okay? Then we got physical, and some words change. Oh, we got that. We said we got that. We got we got ratchets too. It's okay. Yeah. Like, we, we don't go anywhere alone. Like we yeah. know we're <laughs> So they. We beat them like by four or five, and the crowd went crazy. But we had to shut the game down for like five minutes. Let them know, like we'll punch all y'all in the face. Like we, yeah. still, <laughs> like we're still athletes, but we ain't we ain't running. And I think that's the kind of part that made everybody accept us. Cause yeah. we've been like that. I've been in, I've been in Chicago before we put Flash on, and a couple big time, you know, dope boys like, yeah, my guy, kill you. I got three hundred, four hundred. I I got five hundred. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like the one in Chicago was favorite. I told Wally, I need ten touches. I told the dude, I said, hey. I need 10 touches. I said, I'm going to score nine in a row. The 10th one, I'm going to hand you the ball. <laughs> what? Like, nah, nah. So I picked dude up. We going at. First one I scored, throw to his leg, get a dunk, pick him up again. By the eighth one, I'm just at him. Like, I'm in, you know how once you get locked in, and I, I scored a ninth one, I pick him up 94 feet, and I pick it from him. And I walk him. I walk over to half court with dude was told with the money and hand it to him. And the ref called out of bounds. <laughs> and, but they all went from this. Oh, yeah, just going. <laughs> oh, that's great. And he gave me the money. I took it. I said, okay, good. And threw it in the stands. God, that's awesome. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and, then, and then you know how I go. Like, oh, come out tonight. You got to come out tonight. You know? Yeah. I'm like, but that was that was the ambiance of us just going in and playing. It was our, yeah. our game talk before anything else. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I say, like, when we talk we back to, like, 30 for 30, these is guys who's talking because they got to keep that NBA, that shield, the NBA yep. shield alive. Yeah. And, and and truthfully, it's some guys that couldn't play, but like the AOs who played Division One basketball. Yeah. Ali Harrell, who 
prime objective who played at Georgetown in the league making work. I had three NBA workouts. AO yeah. had one. I, I was at the Seattle workout with AO when he was working out for him. They, they kind of did him dirty. Like the way they set it up, it was more like, let's just give him a workout. Nah. They killed, he killed everything he they was giving, throwing at him. Like, and they were like, what you gonna do? Now you yeah. gotta come back or you gotta tell him he can't come back and make an excuse, you know, the political excuse. But yeah, it was no way he couldn't be a third. You can't tell me AO in a third string point guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we ain't even talking about first or second. Like, when I worked out for Indiana, the same like Jamal Tilly gave me a big shot on him and Ron. Like, he, they said, easy third string point guard. Yeah. Easy. Like, yeah. But, you know, it's money, it's who agents who, who coach yep. who win, you know, what's yep. it like, how much I'm paying the guy I got to cut to get you. And if yeah. I, <laughs> I got to fire that agent because he just saw you before I hired him. Yeah, a lot, a lot <laughs> like, of politics. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot. And then, like, you know, like half man who was incredible undersized but can do everything. You had guys that really was really pros that came in. Like, even like God rest his soul, Mark Jackson's little brother. On yeah. That like, he killed people on the block. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the, the question oh. was, would he want to be in the league? Like, yeah. like <laughs> that's, I love S. S, S is my favorite all time because – from co- I played with him in, you know, when he was in college. I played with him at AAU for me, him, and Skip. Uh, like, and we used to always play pickup. And AO and, and S are getting the game and be like this. And we used to always laugh. He's like, I got four for you. I'm like, what? Like four dunks? He's like, nah, I got four ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you ever watch it, like, he'd get down the floor, he'd get a stop, he'd run down the floor, we'd give it to him. He go between his legs, throw his head, get a basket, come down. Uh, we get another stop. Yeah, feed him again. Usually <laughs> by a second feed, he's warmed up. He gonna make a move and he gonna dunk it, take his shirt off, throw it in the stand. Yeah, and he's done. <laughs> he in the locker room like this because <laughs> he was. I mean, he was what almost five hundred pounds at one point. Like he's such a big boy. And and R.I.P. to Escalade. Um, I know he passed obviously too soon, but I mean that was a big boy, man. That was a big boy. Like catch everything, catch every hands were soft. Yeah, catch everything. Like and people understand. Like when he went to Hawaii, we was we always always talk about on the bus. He went to Hawaii big man camp. People don't even know about that now. They don't yeah. even do it no more. The NBA big man camp in Hawaii. He went out oh. there and put a clinic on because you really can't. Once he once he seal you, you not. Yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> it ain't nothing. And he's too he's too skilled for you to get around him. Yeah. So you got yeah. you got six you got six ten three fifty who can put the ball to his legs on the back spin left hand right hand. Yeah. What you do with that? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you you got to double team him from the front to try to strip the ball. Otherwise, there's no way you're stopping him. No way you're stopping him. Like, you see, it like a baby orange in his hand when he grabs it. Like, just, <laughs> <laughs> baby. <orange. laughs> Hey, Tim, uh, so I saw an interview of you. Uh, I can't remember where when it was from, but you were kind of shading on short people. Like, uh, you're, you're like, you don't mess with them. I just want to let you know I'm 6'7". So, like, we're, we're cool, dude. We're cool. Just, I won't stand up. And- uh, hey, hey, you got you to at least give me the context of a statement of the question. Because my wife's short, so now you're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> you, you said you, you wouldn't. You know what? Who to mess with? You know, or not mess with? Like play with? And you're like, I'm not gonna play with. I'm gonna waste my time. <laughs> it was your buddy. You're with four guys. I can't remember. I gotta look up the podcast, but uh, it was hilarious. That, that's funny. 
Did you? Oh, so, oh on an on the N one joint. Yeah, like, oh, that's yes, yes. Because now he's really you ain't his right. short. He like he say he five two, but he ain't. Oh, he, okay. You know, that, that's why. That's why. And if you heard me call him the um, as um, Damo from um, N one. That's why I heard me call him Gap um, Gap model because we say he's gonna be a baby Gap modeling. They ain't gonna need no no mannequin. Just put it on him. He just stand. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for bringing it up. <laughs> I'm gonna Sorry, have to dude. take him. I'm gonna have to take him in this clip. We'll go. <laughs> Did you? Uh, you played at UWM, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm I'm from Milwaukee, so I never knew that. I found that out like today, earlier when I was doing some research. So, how did that come about? Oh, like so. Right now, I'm working on my book to tell my story. Um, yeah. So like just my whole journey. So I went to Winston State first, and then I went to junior college, and then I wound up getting recruited by Rick Cobb, who probably one of the worst coaches I ever had. Um, <laughs> Preach, just, man. Let's hear just, it. <laughs> just 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 knowing just knowing the game. Yeah. Like when I first got on Milwaukee campus, I I, I came FIT. I was a junior college All American. Um, I was I made All Conference team. I had a whole bunch of schools recruiting me. I thought that would be the best because I'm Doug Lewis. That's from Milwaukee. That coached that. Marvin King, who still coached that Marvin King with him, Cyrus. Like, so I came in. Doug had me – Doug played with Sam Cassell. So he was like, yo, I'm going to get you right. I'll get you ready for the league. I'm, mm-hmm. I was always already who I was at 14. So it wasn't like – I ain't need no fame. So I'm like, I'm just ready to go on ball. I'm a diehard baller. Yeah. I get there. My first day of workout, I'm in the gym playing against the team that was there, and I'm killing them. And I can't remember there. Third assistant coach. I can't his name right now. Oh, he ran up on me. He said, why you come here? That was a sign from God. Like, I should have transferred. Yeah, just immediately. Like, like just, I, I should have just left and be like, I'm going to sit out this year. I'm going to just. But, but my thing was, the city was like, the campus itself and the city was took care of me. Like, my best friend, which is my goddaughter, mom, we became tight and helped critique me. But yeah. I fought so much, and it definitely been my book. I fought so much against men ego. Like, at that point in my life, you're supposed to help me get to the next level. I'm yeah. already about to be a pro. The, the, the next guy next to Rick Cobb was such a jerk, and he played Division three basketball. He trying to tell me to play like John Stockton. <laughs> I just came back being a junior college All-American. I'm a superb athlete. Yeah. My, handle, my jump shot probably went like John Stockton, but my handle, my vision, my speed is all above him at, yeah. as, a, as a sophomore in college. Yeah. So you're going to tell me to play like a guy who can't even do half the stuff I do. Yeah, yeah. Because, that's your, because you're a fan of him, and you don't want to – you don't want to – pour into me yeah oh, yeah that's just having a closed closed mind as a coach like like, like open he, it up he, yeah he told all of us he told the whole team he wasn't pros so oh. so like like short long story short so they started they started using me weird now that i'm older and i became a coach and i was a pro when i look back and i said i actually called doug lewis before i started writing my book because i had to get closure of my because i went through so much i didn't play my senior year hmm. but i went and transferred because my aunt passed going into my senior year that summer, who raised me, and I was like, yeah. I'm going to go to school for her. Oh, okay. I, okay. I knew being in New York, I could always be a pro and get it, but the paper meant more to me yeah. than her than anything. Yeah. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to stay here. I sat down with him because I made it, it's the story so crazy. He used to use me so bad. Like, my first game is Northwest, Northeastern. We played at home my first game. Season, I actually put some tape up on, highlights on my on Instagram, and he wouldn't start me. I'm the, I love Cyrus, but I'm the, I'm the best point guard on the team, hands down, period. 
Yeah. Like, I walked in and told him, y'all better get it goes two. Just go to two or three. Pat McCabe, I'm going to get you the ball. But I'm I'm the number one here, period. Ain't nobody yeah. can do. He don't start me because those are his guys. So I'm like, okay, no problem. I said almost the first half to eight-minute mark. We still down four. He finally put me in. We start making a run. We go in halftime down one. Coach Lewis come and say, you're going to start the second half. We're going to start making this run. We make the run. We went winning by like four. I think I finished like 15, eight. Nah, we had a great, I had a great guy, like time to from three. And Prescott, he didn't talk to me. <laughs> like, he, like, like, I don't know what I did. Yeah, <laughs> what the hell? Oh, my God. But because as a player from New York, as a point guard, we see the game, so I'm him on the floor. He calling plays that he can turn over. I change the play that's going to work. I come down, nah, Coach, change this. And we suspect, well, he mad at me because I'm being him on the floor. Yeah. And that's what I was taught to be as a point guard. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, you're the coach on the floor. So my job is to know all your sets, look at the defense, and pick the right one that's going to work. Yeah. But if you, call, if you call blue, and every time I throw it to the wind, it gets stolen, I'm not running blue. No <laughs> yeah, what the, yeah like, you got to adjust. I'm, I'm, I'm not running blue no more. I'm running something else. I'm going yeah. to a mismatch. And he didn't like that. But he wasn't really controlling the team. It was his, his, it was his first assistant who was running the team. And to mm-hmm. me, that was a disadvantage because now, back in that day, it was and, – and sometime now, it's like, I brought these guys in. My guys got to play. Uh, I didn't, as, a, as, a, as a college kid, you know, we didn't understand that. Like, yeah. All we knew was, in practice, if I kill you, I should get time. Yep, yep. That's, that's it. But I didn't know that politic of it. Like, I recruit these guys. I'm the first coach. I, I owe I them should, time. I right? owe them their time that I promised them. So, so, you know, so, t- so Tim, I'm going to exercise your mind here, okay? I don't, <laughs> I don't mean no disrespect by this. What, <laughs> oh, what, what do you think may have happened what how, do you think that your personality could have? Well, I'm curious if you really think like that was the not that wasn't the right move for you. You know what I mean? Like you feel it in your heart, like this guy is not there for me. Like I'm trying to. You obviously have a coachable resume. You know what I mean? Like you, you know basketball. It's your heart and soul. So go ahead. Um, I think it, I think it was a New York New York players is weird. But I was such a different animal. So all I want to do is play basketball. Like, I'll give you two examples. I used to get in trouble all the time having to run sprints because I would play pickup and clutchy before practice <laughs> with all the regular guys on campus. Yeah. yeah. Destroy a pickup, go get dressed for practice, and outwork everybody in practice. And then go lift. And do all that <laughs> stuff with them. And then be good. And then go eat. And everybody yeah. love me. But I think the biggest part was because I came from junior college, I wasn't, I didn't have to come to him every day. I didn't have to talk to him. I was, and I grew up on my own because my parents died when I was young. So it was like, I didn't need that, that hug. I just need like, yeah. hey, go this way, go that way. And he set me, like, he set me up for failure in the beginning because he said, y'all want you to be a leader. I started being a leader. When it was time to pick a captain, he didn't pick me. So meanwhile, in the beginning of preseason, I'm telling everybody, hey, yeah. let's go together. Hey, you going to the mall, Sean? Everybody go. Let's go to the mall. Everybody get in this truck. Let's go. We all going to the mall. But now everybody looking at me as a leader. And yeah, was, and then you don't get picked as the captain. And-, and, and we all know how that looks. So now, but like looking back, I didn't understand it. I just got angrier. So now Damn. in practice, I'm going at everybody. I didn't care no more because I'm like, if you ain't going to play me. Like at one point, I was on a fourth string. It's no four string in practice. I was on four <laughs> string. I'm the best point guard on the team. 
And I'm in practice talk, calling out my numbers. That's how mad I was. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna give y'all 24 tonight. It's easy. Like, and and not not now knowing and not knowing then is like, okay, I'm being a distraction because he can't be man enough to be a real man and coach to me. Yeah. And he, yeah. and he a New York guy who played against my dad. And because like my my big my big uncles and bros, like Sam Worthen that played Marquette and all of them, mm-hmm. he played Marquette. They all yeah. called him because they were trying to give me a chance for the Marquette. Oh wow. <laughs> and I think I think that the, the, all y'all know, like um, I can't even um but not Majaris. Uh there's a coach, not Majaris. Uh he's a play from he played for Marquette, playing the pro old school guy. Can't he passed away. Uh Maguire? Maguire. Uh, Al Maguire, yeah. Al Maguire comes out of practice. And he and he says something I never forgot. He was like, he's looking at us. And I got the ball in mind. He goes, the best thing about basketball is, is that you only have to protect the ball for three seconds. Two to three seconds. If you do your job and do that, it's almost impossible for y'all to lose a game. Yeah. The whole time he's talking, I'm just putting the ball back like this real fast. <laughs> he turned and looked at me and he was like, hey, Coach Cobb, that guy right there, he got that twitch. <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm just no that's a hell of a compliment to get from him. Holy and I'm shit. like, okay, so I'm thinking, like, I don't know if that, like, because I wasn't his 100% chosen, but he recruited yeah. me for two years. Yeah. So I can't even tell you, like, his mind. So that's why I, like, I told you I had to sit down with my assistant coach 20, 15 years afterwards and be like, yo, I didn't know, because he lost, Doug Lewis actually left because of the way I was being treated. Oh, wow. Wow. So, when, so like, when he, when he left, he left to, he left to go to Central State. He wanted me to come with him, but my thing was my my aunt passed in the summertime. I went back and sat down with Coach, and this is the hardest thing I ever did in my life. I sat down with him through all the bullcrap. Was like, hey, look, I take my blame. I probably made about a lot of misstatements and stuff like that. It's my fault. My aunt just passed. I want to finish my senior year up for her. Bye, 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 boom. I take it. I'm sitting office looking dead in the face. He looked yeah. at me. Now I'm on scholarship. I'm on scholarship. My scholarship can't be taken. He looked at me and go, well, I, I appreciate that, but we're really good. We're going to have walk-on tryouts at so-and-so. You can show up. Holy I, shit, what? And, You're on and scholarship. I, and, and, I, and I looked at him, and everything in my body got hot. I can't and imagine I, why. I just, That's I just, unreal. I, I just lost my aunt. And so I'm like, I'm like, and I walked out. I had to walk out because I don't know what would have happened if I didn't walk yeah, out. Yeah, Jesus. So I, 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 I walked out and I said, I'll be there. They made trials at 6 a.m. And like, I'm in incredible shape because I've been working out. I'm like 3% body fat. At, yeah. one, point, at one point, they banned the athletic trainer banned me from working out in the weight room with the team. <laughs> you know, you still can work out in scholarship. So like the big room with Clutchy, I'm on yeah. the other side. I'm playing with one of my friends who played on the soccer team, Fanta Cooper, who's like trying out the Olympics and all that. We box squatting. I got like 450 on a box squat and I'm boxing. The whole team and coach staff is watching me box squat. He told him I'm being a distraction. <laughs> they kicked me out of the weight room. <laughs> like, like I was scholarship. That's why I say it's so like you said. Oh, God. Like, I wish I had kids like that now. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of being in the gym. Like, just, yeah. Like, it was, it was amazing me when I look back. I go, okay, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't really go at you until you went at me. I always outworked everybody. I never had grades. Everybody on campus gave me whatever I wanted. Yeah. Never had a problem on campus. So that's just horrible coaching. That is horrible coaching. And then wow. we lose. when I'm playing, we win games. Yeah. When I'm not playing, and you try, like he bitched me against uh 
Oh, what's the uh I got I'm having the posters right here on the thing. I'm gonna show you the picture of it. We play against Evansville when they had no one scoring in the nation. We lose to them by like five. So I leave my watch. This is a funny story. I leave my watch. We you know how we all go eat the little heart like Sam Perkins, somebody like that for the game. I leave yeah. my watch on the table because I was eating. The bus is parked out right in front. I walk on the bus, go, oh my watch. I turn around and ready to get off the bus. The lady's like the thing, oh, here's your watch. She give it to me. I walk up the stairs and walk past coach. He said, you're going to sit the first half for making us a minute late. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> I said, okay, coach. I had a great shoot around. I was on fire. And I was like, dad, he really sat me for the first half. Wow. Wow. I that's got to be, I can't, I can't imagine how frustrating this all is. Like, that's, that's so ridiculous. They sent me in. I started having a good game. We wound up losing to him. We had a good game. We had to run for it. I go game, we lose the game, and then next morning I'm gonna show you this picture of a cracker because it's, it's in a, it actually framed right here next to me. And we go to the hotel room, and the morning we wake up, Mister Guy, get it. That's on the front cover. Hey. <laughs> I'm that's the number one score right there, and I'm picking, I'm picking his pocket. Picking him. I'm picking his pocket, and, it's, and it says Tim gets in the pocket, but he had to open up the, the U.S. Day Indiana one and look at that. <laughs> I said that only can be God, yo. Like, 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 <laughs> like you, you did this kid dirty, and you, and he, and you got wake up, and he's on the front cover. Yeah, yeah. In, Fra in, framing in, that immediately. Look, look in yeah. Evansville, like we at Evansville, how I end up on the front, like yeah. <laughs> anybody else. That's the picture they put. That's like, awesome. That's so awesome. So I'm like, I'm like, so you know, like you said before, like just, I tell myself all the time, and I always think about it because I just something different. Cause I, as as a pro and a coach yeah. now, I go, I go, Dad, it could have went some other way. But then when I look at his his reaction and verbiage, there's no way as me being that young to have a great response to what he was doing because I didn't have that guidance growing up to get there. Yeah. And I never had yeah. that. And as a high school high school ball player, my coach taught me and let me kind of go. My AAU coach was in my butt, but he also let me go. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm gonna play in the program. My AU coach was mad at me. Sean Couch, who played at Columbia, who's worked out for the Knicks, he told me, Oh, today at this game, if you don't do what I ask you to do, you're not gonna play. I said, What you want me to do? You can't go, nope, you on, on the push of the ball, you can't go past the free throw line to free throw line. If you pass the free throw line, get a layup, I'm taking you out. <laughs> but he was teaching me how to be a point guard, how to get to the free throw line stop. Because I, yeah, always, I was y'all see me, but I've always been fast. So I just, yeah, just keep going. But yeah. What happened was I'm not getting my guys the ball because I'm being individualized. So he slowed me down and gets the free throw line. Look, now if I don't have it, I should pull up. If I don't bring it out, I want to set. But he was teaching me that. That's how I was mad. I like I sat down like eight times that game. And he passed me like, come sit down. And I'm pushing. <laughs> by like the by the end of the game, you know, okay, I, I want to stay in the game. We stop. Okay, here you go. Okay, run set. And then I find figuring it out. And he taught me how to be a point guard. But it was tough love, but it wasn't yeah. trying to demolish my confidence. There was, a there was a purpose to it. It was helping your game. It's, just, no, it's, it's, just, it's, it's, it's the difference is coaching versus harassing. And yeah. uh, unfortunately, some coaches can't figure it out. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they just don't mesh with certain things. And Damn. obviously, uh, did you say you were going to call him for your book? Because that would be really interesting to hear. What well, well, I, I want to I'm, – I'm, God's still working on me. Because it took, like, my wife was an angel and my, my assistant coach, me and him talk. It would take a lot because I feel like I should 
I should have been able to go in the draft my, after my senior year if he'd have let me if he'd have poured into me, let me be the player. I should have been. Yeah, yeah. You know, if Doug Lewis stays there and b- build all of, I think we could have went further after that year if he let us play together. But a lot of mm-hmm. guys, he did to more than just me. He did to other guys. Yeah. You know, like, and it and it was it was one of my things I say all the time is that I've been around a lot of men that was portraying to be men and not really being men. Your job is to help mold me. So I, when I train coaching and talk to players, girls, all all boys, I tell them the truth because I don't want you to ever come back and say, well, I was talking a headache. He lied to me. Yeah. He didn't tell me the truth. Now I'm going to tell you, a coach going to like you, but you still can't let the ball up left. Or you can't do this. Or you're not coachable. I said, mm-hmm. when I walk home, I can't. Because if somebody told me the things I needed to know at that point in my life, I even go even further because it was people telling me stuff, but it was to get stuff from me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna get you here. I'm gonna get what I need, and then I'm. Yep. Yeah. You know. So, and, and and a lot of people. I was blessed to have like the like the Raw Stricklands, the you know Mark Jackson, be able to see them and watch and, and watch them play. Then I also saw a lot of guys who I know that was ten times better than me also fail. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah. I didn't want that. So when I stayed in Milwaukee, everybody like, why you stayed? You could go somewhere and play. My mindset was, I can't go back home with nothing. Yeah. Yes. No Damn. Damn. Well, well, Tim, I, hey, I really appreciate you open up, man. But uh, listen, you lived our dream, man. Like, uh, yeah. let's, let's talk. Let's talk about what we came here to talk about. Hey, and, and, wait, if you need us to to get him on the podcast, by the way, we'll bring him on and we'll harass him for you. Just like, hey, you know. hey, he probably he probably hide from you. Because <laughs> I always and I tell kids all the time, one of my biggest things I tell kids that they like, what you think you achieve? I said, and one thing somebody always told me I couldn't do something. But that same coaching staff, not maybe the main two guys on that coaching staff, they had to watch me for 10 years on TV. Oh yeah. I told yeah. me I wasn't a pro. Yeah, yeah. And then they the gotta guy, watch it. Yeah, yeah. The guy that wouldn't play me. Yeah. Like you, you had to see me go in get NBA tryouts and see all these people, see me do all this stuff, see all these kids wear my stuff, yeah. talk about me, get autographed. And I said, you know. So sometimes, like as a statement in the Bible, said, you know, God will use your enemies as a footstool, you know, and 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 keep them close so they have to watch you. Yeah. And I've been in Milwaukee a hundred percent of the time doing, you know, camps and clinics. I never seen him, but I know he knew I was in the city. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Like, he knows. So I, he knows. <laughs> oh, I guess I'll be in the closet this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, were you going to ask something before? Did you have one? Oh no, I was just saying. Oh, uh, Streetball, man. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I want to want this to come out the right way, but like uh, my street ball was like me and three farmer <laughs> kids like playing, you know, in my gravel. Like uh, we play your video games. We we know all about it, man. And uh, let's hear it, man. I, I I want I just want to hear it. Yeah, I guess how do you get how do you get started in it? Like how like what happened? How did it kind of evolve? It's crazy. It's like anything in basketball, and you know we all been through it as an older guy, older kid, older than you. You play with them, and then you start. I, for me, for me, playing basketball was my release from life. Like for me to be able to pour into that, because I had to find something that put me close to my dad. But also, too, I was still looking to find something because I was in this world basically kind of on my own, but not, but had a little bit of guidance. But the people that we thought was going to be there. So when I found the, this orange basketball and it felt it was like I didn't have to fit in. Yeah. All I had to do is be good with this basketball. Yeah, yeah. You know, like y- y'all know when you play the game, it's like in that and them and them four lines. If you can shoot, dribble, or defend, yep, 
you're somebody. Yeah, nobody cares about anything else. You know, and, and, that's, and, and, and that's really it. And then we make so many friends from it because it builds that. So then when I, and then once you, it's almost, it's almost like drugs. Once you get that first hit of excitement and your friends go, oh, that was crazy. And you yeah, won. Yeah. Oh, we won. You go, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get some more? So yeah, now yeah. It, go, it goes from you playing with your friends to, hey, this dude over here got three, three guys. We got three. Let's go get them. And then now you go, okay, y'all play, and then y'all win. You go, yeah, we got them. And then you go, okay, who else can we get? Then you turn the other one. Now you start start competing. Now you go, how can I make it easier? How can I do Mm -hmm. it better? How can I not miss? You know, like, so to me, that's it started that way. And then I started being around a guy named Tommy Ryer, who's like one of the big time. He's like 6'5", 270, 260, all muscle, do pull-ups. He's taking me around. I'm at 14, 15, taking me around to all the parks. And I'm playing with, with him, and he's teaching me the game. I'm playing against grown men. And then I go in my hood, and I'm playing against kids, and I'm killing them. So half the time, I'm out of fighting because I'm in the gym. I'm killing them. They mad. You know how it goes. Like, you get mad. <laughs> I'm okay. I fight, and I go back, and I show up the next day. Like, because I live in a neighborhood. Where else am I going to play ball at? So yeah, yeah. I just have to fight you every day. I'm, I'm going to kick your butt every day, and we're going to have to fight. Like, just every day. Like, and that and that's kind of what it was. And I think the the best moment for me was when I like 50, I think like 15, 16, we playing in my park, Humphrey first and St. Nicholas, and it's this dude that we playing. And they would never let the old guys never let us play. They would use my ball, you gotta sit and wait. And they wouldn't let us play for like the last run. Somebody got hurt, and they said, Hey, and they looking around who they gonna which young guy they gonna pick. I'm starting to get a little tall. They put me on the floor, and I got the old man's you know statement. He's like, look. If you get a rebound, <laughs> get a ball to me. Don't you do anything other than that. Now, y'all know. Yeah. All the boys on the sideline. There's no way in the world that's going to happen. And, and, and everybody, and, and everybody laughed. So, sure enough, we get a rebound. And, and everybody go, hold on a second. Okay, there you go. Turn it on. My Google started fucking. Yeah. No, you good. Uh, uh, so I get the rebound, and he's calling for the ball, and I go, nah. <laughs> I start up, and a, and a grown man picked me up at half court. And in my mind, all I see is my dudes like, if I if I pull this off, yeah, you know, crazy. He go to guard me. I put it down. I I give him a little hesitation, and I go to cross and end out, and then crossover. He falls, and I hit a jump shot, and it went in. When he jumped up, everybody going crazy. He take a swing at me. Oh, no, because you no, know, I embarrassed him. And yeah, yeah. Everybody go, oh, they trying to break it up. And I just, I grab my ball and run up the hill. Like, <laughs> and I look up the hill. I took my ball, ran up the hill, and I'm laughing. Like, you know, like little the little bad kid. <laughs> and I run yeah. up the hill. And the next day, I came back down the park. And I and and crazy part about it, we think about it when we was young. We really didn't have no fear. Yeah, and fight and they come right back. Yeah, like, a different. Like we come right back to the same place. And to me, that was like, the, <laughs> the, like, like that was like, the, like, oh yeah, I can do this again. And then yeah. I'm like, now, yeah. now, so now when I come, the old school guys are like this. Yo, that was a good move, yo. Yeah, like yo. So now I'm not waiting to the last one to play no more. Get some respect. If, if yeah. they start a guy, I'm getting picked up. You know, or. I get like the second one. Yo, yeah, one, young fella can play. Yeah, like, yeah, and, and, and that's how I kind of like. Okay. 
Did the so so then did the street ball kind of come in just as your like handles kind of improved over time, or I guess when did you kind of start focusing on some of that? Like me, that's all I because I grew up watching Kevin Johnson, Mark Jackson. Yeah. I grew up around Mars Track, like Pete Speedy, who was in a Nike commercial. I grew up on it that was in above the rim. That's yeah. like my brothers. Like I see them all the time because we in the same vicinity. So like in my era, handles was always like I used to, so yeah, I know you heard of Olaf. So I used to save my money for Olaf. So my first pair of shorts, I had two pairs of shorts. I was a big Glenn Robbins. So I went to Olaf and had a pair of shorts made with Showtime on the back and it was Michigan shorts. <laughs> so I used to wear them all the time. So that was like my thing. I'm going to do whatever. But in the back of my mind, my thing was, I'm going to stop you defensively and then I'm going to destroy you offensively. It's nothing you can do with that. Yeah. Like if I can do this on defense, I already know you can't guard me, but I'm going to make sure you can't score. So now yeah. I'm gonna just create a habit, and that's when you know the, the headache thing started coming. And then I'm, and then after a while, when I got confidence, then the talking came, you know. And I was like, oh yeah, now now I got this. And then people started <laughs> calling me Showtime. I went from Showtime to Tingle Toes, and and just I used to travel like I my second fight out in my my met Half Man Amazing. I'm playing in a park called Wingate Park, which mm. is called it's, it's called it's called Duncan's Delight. You get three points for dunking the ball, oh. like, <laughs> like so. It's dope. It's, I think it's still going now. But Wingate Park, from where I live at, is like an hour and a half like train ride. Yeah. I used to get up in the morning at like eight nine o'clock by myself, book back all, take that long ride to play my boy Mookie Thomas that played at St. Francis and my boy Alvin Pierce. And I get up there. I'm the only kid from Harlem playing in Brooklyn. Like, and nobody knows. So the one day we have the All-Star game, I make the All-Star team. I'm in the middle of the pride. And the, and the train ride, the train stop is like, 10 blocks, 15 blocks from the from the park. Yeah. The park is packed and I'm killing. And the announcer go, that's that, that's that boy Showtime. He out here killing. Oh yeah. And he the only kid in here from Harlem. <laughs> right as he said that, I'm guarding one of the dudes. At the time I know he was a drug dealer, whatever he was doing in the hood. And he we get calling Mitch. And it's my first time really putting the ball around somebody and then dropping it between his legs. And yeah. And I, I threw it out. We caught it and dunked it at half man. And dude got up and started chasing me around the park one of the fight. <laughs> and I'm in Navy block. So Bill's like, yo, this is something to go. So I grabbed my bag, put on my book bag. As I go, everybody's swinging at me. Oh, oh my. And I'm, I'm being chased down the block. Like, the transition. Like, it's crazy. I, and to make you even laugh more, I tell you, I said, we have no fear when we're young and stupid. Yeah. Go next week for the next day. <laughs> 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 and but that's how me and my dad got cool with me, him, Al, and then they kind of like was like my shield. So like I said before, like basketball became that comforter through life. Like you know, if you can play this game, you won't yeah. play yeah. anywhere. Like, comes, Tim's back the next day. Hey guys, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's it's Tim from Brooklyn. Hey buddy, remember me? It's Tim from Brooklyn. <laughs> Do you still uh, do you still talk to a lot of those guys like AO, May, yeah. Half, all those guys? Yeah, I just, I just talked. To, I was just, I was just messing with Half the other day because he was at um he's at when he played in fifty fifth with uh, White Chocolate and he put a post on Instagram. So I text him. I was like, Yo, look, don't be going out there trying to do all that stuff. That yeah. concrete feels a little different. Like, he, just, <laughs> he just started laughing. He's like, because you know he still he still got there playing hard. I would love to go out and play. It's just where I live at now, the basketball is different because of. They don't believe in really playing the game. Everything is, I'm going to shoot everything every time. Oh, I yeah. Play. 
no matter where I'm at. I feel like that's kids now. coming up now. Like, I love Steph Curry, but, like, I feel like he's ruining the game for the kids. Like, everyone just chucks now. It's crazy. The problem is it's, 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 no, it's no barriers of who and when. Yeah. Like, when we was playing, I was, yeah, I was a Michael Jordan fan. I was a John Stark fan. I was a Reggie Miller fan. Yeah. But I wish I would have did that because my coach would have put me under the stands. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, but now it's like, oh, he shot it from deep, he hit two in a row, but he's two from 18. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. He got six points. Meanwhile, but, he got all these bad shots. Yeah, <laughs> but, but we're going to post those two on Instagram and become viral. Like, that's the whole and, thing. So, and we had, we had, I had a young kid. I went to Vegas to see a couple guys, and, and I worked out a couple guys in Vegas, and I was watching, um, I can't think his name, um, that played at Georgetown. Um, McCon, I always tear his name up. McCon, the white kid, the white kid that played. Uh, oh, McCon, McCon, Mac McCon. So I watched him play the, the the game when they had the big game before the season was over, and he's playing mm-hmm. and he's struggling offensively. He had a couple good plays. You know, he's little. I keep trying yeah. to tell you, like, yeah, he can dunk, but you can't jump from three point line. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like everybody athletic in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. So. He had a decent game. I think he had like 12 points. He struggled that game because the team was a lot longer. They playing better D. He had like three or four good plays. And a young kid is a point guard. Junior he's sitting with me. We go back to the hotel room. They got the highlights of him up. They got them five clips in it. But it made him look like he had 30. And I'm like, I said, look at this. He said, and the kid, this is the kid saying, he, he go, he go, he didn't do all that when he's at the game. I said, yeah, but Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Instagram, all you, all, all you need is 30 seconds. It, it can make a lot of people look really good. <laughs> it's not saying he's a bad player. Yeah. But when but, we look at the game, we watch him play 30 minutes, and he struggled. Yeah. But when you take them two couple clips, he pound the ball, get a layup, and throw a behind-the-back pass, the dude finish it. Trust you me. Know, you don't even know the behind-the-back pass he threw once the guy that dumped yeah. the ball. You, <laughs> you just, just see him do it. Show, and you show it pan real quick. And I'm like, he was, he was like, I never thought that. I said, yeah, because yeah. you're a basketball player and you now you get to see, you got to see him up close and personal. You got yep. to see him perform against people of, of his elite. And yep. then you went back and you saw the highlights. And you're like, I didn't see none of this. Yeah, yeah. That's funny because that's <laughs> funny you bring up Mac McClung too because he was going so viral for, for all of his dunks and stuff and like warm-ups. And then I actually watched like some of his first couple games and I was like, this dude isn't doing anything. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And like, no, yeah. no offense to Mac McClung, like, but that's that's amazing you say that. Cause yeah, I mean, I would I would watch the games. I was totally underwhelmed. I'm like, this guy is not what I thought he was gonna be. So and uh I uh, hate to say this idea, but um I deserve some royalties, Tim. But maybe you should be an agent. You ever thought of that? <laughs> every, every everybody tell everybody tell me that, and I and I hate it because not because <laughs> Because my whole career of me, I probably fired like seven, eight agents because they're useless. Yeah. And not not all of them, just like my first year going like getting an NBA workout, I was on a day. I was on a day where Yao Ming, I was supposed to go to China with them and all that. And they put same I didn't play with before Yao Ming came and all that stuff. I never wanted them going. I put on a shelf and I want to play with the Globe Trotters. Mm-hmm. And like, and my thing was it was never about me. I, I always wanted to make the league. But at the end of the day, I'm trying to make my family, my, my lifestyle change. So then when you put on the shelf, now you got to try to figure out how you're going to play. I hate that part of the business because you have these – I got a young guy I work out all the time now who's actually dope. He tried, he tried to get an NBA three or four times. I told him, I said, yo, after your fifth year, go get that money. 
Yeah. Go overseas. Go overseas. Yeah. Money. Yeah. You can make you can make anywhere from five hundred to a million dollars. You can buy your house, have it paid for, save yep. some money, come back home and get a job and be good. Yep. yep. Nobody told me that as a pro. Like only one that kind of told me that was Ray Allen. We in the gym working out and great bro. We in there having fun. I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm like, and I, I'm young. I'm like my second year out. I'm like, yo, Ray. I'm trying to get in the league because I've been working out for a while. And Ray looked at me with a straight face, and it was no malicious intent. He was like, yo, the league ain't for everybody. And at that moment, I didn't know what he meant. What he meant, I thought, yeah. I thought Damn. he was saying I wasn't good enough. Yeah, yeah. So the next couple of weeks, I was like mad at Ray. Like, <laughs> as I got older, I understood because when I worked out for the Knicks, I'm playing against guys who can't tie my shoestrings. Yeah. But they got a good agent. That's a yeah, big, yeah. that agent attached to like say LeBron. So I'm gonna sign your guy because I won't be able to talk to LeBron next year. Yeah, yep, yeah. Not because he, he should do it. Yeah. Because of connection. Yeah. That's the part that I don't like. Like I mean now we've taken the team to be able to have a conversation next year because it's a business. Yep, yep. I mean, that's that's so obvious in, in Milwaukee. And again, I'm a huge Bucks fan, but uh Having Thanasis Antetokounmpo on the on the active roster is absurd because he is not an NBA player, and, and I will say that until I die. And then and then they, they just signed his younger brother Alex to a G League deal too. I'm like Giannis is just trying to keep his family in Wisconsin. Oh my beard! Hey, I'm I'm not even mad at him because I told somebody the other day I said Giannis. Giannis held. I, I lived in Milwaukee my whole like for the last two years. I love Milwaukee. Yeah, I love going downtown. I'm gonna take. I'm making you laugh. I'm gonna tell you what Giannis said. They're like this. Hey Giannis, you want to stay in Milwaukee for the rest of your career? And Giannis like this. Yeah. You gotta pay me a lot of money, but my whole family gotta be on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I what, knew it. Hey, it's obvious. Hey, yeah. what, hey, what do you say? I mean, you have to. You have to give it to him. Sign his mom, too. I don't know. His mom can sit on the bench. I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, think about this. Truthfully, an NBA game, how many guys really play? Yeah. You say the I first – if you're a real good team, maybe nine to ten. Yeah, maybe nine to ten. Maybe. Maybe? Yeah. So you got, you got five spots. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll give you a better one. My, my Chris Webber, Chris Webber's little brother. So we we play against Chris Webber's brother. We play West, Western Michigan, Division II. His brother played on that team, athletic. All I, but he like six feet, six one. Yeah. We play against him. We beat them by like 20. Kick and play. He's all right. Yeah. Next time I, I come home from senior year, I see him working out for Sacramento. I'm like, I need a brother in the league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too, Tim. I, too. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I know this dude. And he, he got there playing it now because he because he's in that position. Now he'll go overseas and make a million yeah, dollars. Yeah, make a ton of money. Day. And he's on a Sacramento team for at least like the first 20 games or 10 Damn. games. Damn. So he's making and, some money there. And like, 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 then he go, he don't really need it, but you know, like I'm like, wow. That's why I say I'm not mad at it. Cause cause at the end of the day, we all know if 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 we if we don't stay, if we don't stay, we don't win a championship, yeah. you don't dominate. So they they probably like this. We gonna buy the house your brother live in too. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, is that okay? Like, anything like, you need, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll buy Oshkosh for Alex. And, he can just own and, the city. I don't care. If, he, if you drive around to where he live at, I guarantee he got a whole block to himself. It's like four <laughs> houses on it. And it's, 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 it's the it's the Greek the Greek village. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's definitely. Uh, 
they probably moved him out to Walker Soft. You know, Walker Soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Euro restaurant there. Um, they, they found oh. some. <laughs> you know that, dude. Hey, either that Omaha, when Menominee Falls. You know, even there, yeah, yeah, right up there. Ain't nothing but corporations around there. I went to corporate, and he got a little village in the middle, in the middle of all these big businesses. Yeah. <laughs> Hey Tim, uh, do you pay attention to the NBA like pretty pretty closely? Yeah. So uh, what what do you think of Anthony Edwards? I'm a huge uh, Timberwolves guy, which uh, is unfortunate, but I, I think his ceiling is super high. Yeah. But his skill set, he's such a Dwayne Wade ish better scorer, a better shooter, Dwayne ish that he needs somebody around to take that many reps off of him because he take a lot of reps, which is going to hurt his body. He take a lot of contact, take a lot of reps. You know what I'm saying? Like everything, think, think about it. You watch it. Every time he go to the rack, he get hit at least seven, eight times. Well, it's like Ja. Ja, yeah, ja just Moran, getting, too. He's a rag doll. Yeah. Like, and to me, because he's not really a point, he's not really a two, but he can be both. Yeah. They put the ball in his hand because he's going to score it. But like, it's, it's the way I feel about LeBron. I said, I'm not a LeBron fan on the court. I'm more of a LeBron fan off the court because I feel he makes the game too hard for himself. Yeah. And people scared to tell him that. But for LeBron, it got to look good because it's it's now a legacy now. Because like, it's, it's LeBron. Like, yeah. like yeah. I tell everybody every day of the week, if I was coaching with LeBron, LeBron lead the league in scoring, assists, and rebound. And they'd be like, how are you going to do that? I said, because we, he's not going no further than the free throw line extended. Who's gonna guard him for that? Yeah. Now he's gonna he's gonna get ten layups. You're gonna have to double him. He's gonna get ten assists. He's gonna get all them rebounds because most guys that are gonna guard him are gonna be half his size. Yeah. You're not gonna put a four on him. But meanwhile, we got LeBron at half court rubbing the ball, getting a full head of start, and wonder why he's tired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like and, and Anthony Edwards kind of do the same thing. Like you know, yeah. like he get the ball almost above that the, the coach's hash. And yeah. He down and he gets a full head of steam. starts going. And to me, that stop and go on his knees, well, he can easily get it a lot quicker and a lot easier with him not being on the ball. Which I think they picked up a, like they picked up a couple, they picked up a nice guard. They picked up a three, I think. They picked up a three, and it's gonna help him. But he got to realize it. Yeah. Yeah. He got he got to realize. Hey, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Take it. Give me a second. Give me a second. Now yeah. give me the ball. Let me come off this. Let me come off this DHO with a screen, and then maybe I might have it, but I have the pull up jump shot. When he when he mastered that pull up free throw shot that he takes now, when he mastered that, it'll open up his layup for him a lot easier. But I'm like you, there's a lot of contact. Yeah. My thing with Ja is I love Ja, but down the stretch, Ja turned into Rucker Park when it's three seconds on the clock. Now we need him to go into uh, Raw Strickland. Yeah. Ball. It's kind of that next step, like that growth path. Like they, they have to mature a little bit in the league and, and stop trying to like be the showtime, be the showtime, like you said before. Josh scared me. I, not that it ain't a good move. I think almost every play he's going to get hurt. Yep. He hits like, the ground hard every play. Like he get tangled up. And I'd be like, oh, no, pull up, pull up, pull up. Yeah. <laughs> he's still, his, his is about that big. He's still trying to get through it. I'm like, yeah. no, pull up. <laughs> And he got a nice jump shot. But because we noticed 
if the holly if the holly ain't there, it's nothing to brag about. Yeah. So that's the, no. the game. But I laugh because they they want to condone they want to condone us and take us out of the way and be like, oh nah, it's the worst basketball sheep ball will ever do that. But now because I told I tell everybody NBA NBA tennis soccer a little bit of football they all owe us a check. We told them how to urban market. We remember back in the day before we came around, only thing that played the NBA arenas were and, oh and rappers owe us a check. Only thing played NBA arenas was dan 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 dan. They saw yeah, us yeah. the music inside the arena and we and I'm jumping to the music and has to do the music and they see the crowd going crazy. They said, "Oh, we can do that too." <laughs> and, and then, and I'm probably older than y'all, but you think about this: NBA players and start throwing jerseys in the stands or taking their stuff off until who they see who do it. Yeah, you guys. I mean, now, now you I, like my. I told somebody the other day. I said the thirty for thirty was great. That was a, a stepping stone for me. My end, my end, my end thing for me is I told I told Seth Freeze. I said. It's time for us to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Because the Globe Trial has changed the the, the 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 facet of basketball in an in a, in a entertainer's way. We took it to the next level. Yep. Changed the way people play the game totally. Yeah. So we beat the criteria for Hall of Famers, and we outsold everybody when it comes to yeah. marketing, sneakers, like everything. So we made we made Nike skin. They had to go do a commercial, and I helped direct the Nike commercial that they did. Yeah, that commercial is awesome. <laughs> like they couldn't pay me to be in it. I help create, you know, you know, create, edit, all that crazy stuff. I help be a part of it, but I can't get paid for the commercial. I'm an one, so like it's like it's amazing to me how much we made people scared. Yeah. Before it was like Reebok, Nike. We came. It was Nike and us. And yeah. Else. And we didn't sell not one shoe yet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the part that people don't understand. So like when you look at it, like that's. That's where the basketball game is going to. So, like, it's almost like we got to bring them back. Like, our young guys, yeah. Anthony and and what's his name? Like, Ja, like, hey, don't – yeah, have your fun. Yeah. times, no clock time. Yep. Session, yes. And know what you can do. Yep, yep. Hey, don't Tim, I saw, I saw you were in a Cartoon Network commercial, too. What's up <laughs> with that? <laughs> I didn't see that. If I missed that one. <laughs> That's a long time ago. Where you find that? <laughs> that, that? Yo, that was so long ago. Were you with Where's, Johnny Johnny Bravo or something? Or what were you doing? <laughs> yeah, they were they were chasing women. <laughs> I, look, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> I plead I the I, I, I plead, plead the, the fifth. <laughs> that's hilarious oh god well if you don't mind i was gonna do um a little like rapid round of questions just like some either ors and some stuff like that if you don't mind real quick um nope no problem after the cartoon network though i'm i guess, I guess you know, i'm trying I'll, to get I'll post you, it on my instagram tomorrow yeah, don't I'm, worry I'm, about I'm it try, i'm trying to get you out of it this is my segue to get you out of talking about it <laughs> so would you drink beer or wine which one do you prefer Wine. Wine? Okay. Red or white? Red. Red? Okay. Um, brats or burgers? Burger. Burger? All right. Uh, dream place or your favorite place to travel? Uh, Bali. Okay. I, I actually been to Bali. Bali is dope. If you ain't never been, 
I mean, I've seen a lot of pictures, but <laughs> I've never been. <laughs> hey, basketball have done a lot for me. Or, or I call it, I'm, I'm on basketball down. <laughs> hey, that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. They, that basketball got you on Cartoon Network and it got you to Bali. That's, that's perfect. <laughs> um, what is the, what's the most iconic street ball court in your mind? Um, all day, Rucker Park. Just, Park. Just, just before we was even made to see, like I got, I know Bob, I'm, I grew up on the Bob color. My dad was a park legend, all them guys, Pee Wee Kirtland. You yeah. see them guys beforehand, the GOAT, like helicopter. Yeah. Um, Peter Ball, who actually was in this camp with me and walked up to me and was like, hey, when the, when the old guys get the better at um, battlegrounds? And I'm like, wow, you really did play in Harlem and know all the guys. And yeah. like, and it's just, before we even got started, it was just a, you know, from Johnny Walker to Kobe Bryant dad. All them came out, all them dudes came out there and played. Like, yeah. So, it, I don't care what new tournament is doing, what they're doing. That yeah. is always going to be the iconic, you know. I love it. So I, I know this isn't about me at all, but um, so I have this little story about Rucker Park. So growing up, like obviously like watching you guys here and everything about Rucker Park, knowing the history, like I, I went to New York to go visit some family. I told my dad, I'm like, we got to, we got to ride the subway, go up there. I'm like, so, so we did wrote it up, got out. I went up to like, we walked into Rucker Park. There's some kids shooting around. So I like, I was just standing there taking it all in, taking some pictures. And then I went up and I like touched the rim real quick. And these, uh, these three guys were playing and they're just like, Hey, white boy, do that with a ball. So I was like, I'm like, I'm like, all right. Now, meanwhile, I'm wearing an air apostle shirt and like some like cargo shorts, like hilarious. So I'm like, all right, give me the ball. So he gives it to me. So I go dunk one and, uh, they're like, all right, let's play a little bit. So we like start going around and like they're th they threw me a couple oops and stuff and i had video footage i should send you some of this because it's pretty hilarious like <laughs> oh you, you got you got you got i'll, I'll send it to you because in my mind i see arrow pastel shirt <laughs> i see some small khaki shorts on and i see you that's I, exactly I, I see you turn around and go like this sure i do it <laughs> give me the ball and i have like i have like long like justin bieber hair at the time too I'm about to say, yeah, look, yeah. hey drew and his hair probably like this yes so so we, we start playing we're like they're throwing me some oops and stuff and then we start playing we were playing like three on three for a little bit and my dad's like just snapping pictures and taking videos and then um there was like a there was a tournament there that night that I bought a shirt for, but they invited me to come back and play. But I had Kanye West tickets that night at the Garden. That my family like spent they, they spent a bunch of money on it, and this guy was like, "You got to come back and play tonight." Well, I went to Kanye West. I never went back to Rucker, and I kind of regret it to this day because I think that would have been pretty awesome. I probably would have gotten owned, but it would have been pretty awesome to be there, honestly. Hey, you know, I tell people all the time, like. In your mind, you might think you get owned, but the competitive spirit of basketball yeah. of that era, yeah, you you, it's two things always happen, and people don't understand this. People that play like us, we play and we understand. Only two things ever happen: either you rise to the occasion, or you don't. Yeah, and, yeah. And usually, your don't is usually good enough to just be on the floor. Yeah. Because you have, because you wouldn't be on the floor if you weren't good enough to be on the floor yeah. anyway. But that's why I tell you all the time when I played when I, when I went to play in the NBA, so I played with NBA guys and I came back home. The yeah. game was so slow for me because I've been playing at this high speed for so long. Yeah. And then when I started when I come home in the program and stuff like that, it was a piece of that's why you always see me laughing because it was such like playing with you know the Ricky Davises and all of them that and Baron Davis and Steve Francis. It speeds like this. 
Yeah. And then you go home and play with guys who's just a little bit below that, and then it gets like this. And that's how NBA guys see the that's game. That's how, yeah. You know, yeah. like, and if I say, like, you probably did well, I, I, I would love to know what Tillman, that probably, that probably had to been Bob McCullough tournament because they had, they've been having the rights to the. I, I bought a, I bought this shirt. I, I, I should probably find it because I know it says the name of the tournament on it, but it was, it, I don't know. It was, one? Yeah, no. Ah, oh, God, I can't think of it. And like, it was like a dark blue shirt. It had like, I think a guy in yellow, like doing a crossover. Then it had the name of the tournament. Got off to try to find that shirt. I think I still have That's, it. That almost sound like either Golden Hoops, East One Teach One. I'm thinking the only two people that really run because like East One Teach One just Bob McCullough that played in the league. Who okay? Um, he, he had a program. They do this. They do the Saturday and Sunday tournaments. Okay. The park. They have that time. They do. Okay. The, they do the. They do the 24 elite tournament. Okay. That's each one teach one tournament. Okay. I, yeah, I don't know this guy. He was like literally standing there, like setting up for it. And he's like, he's like, yo, he was talking to my dad. He said, you got to bring him back tonight and play. He's like, we well, we got a, a spot for him tonight. And I never did. But hey, I got to find that hey, shirt. I got to find that shirt. If you got that offer, then that means you, you, mean you was doing your thing in that pastel shirt. <laughs> I, I know. Well, you, you know what's funny is I eventually took it off and I was wearing a white beater underneath. Oh, this that got that 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 leveled it out for you. If you got a white beater on. If you had yep. no white beater on, you lost all your cool points. Yep. Like, you had... I, I took it off. I'm like, screw this, let's go. What if you don't have any cool points to give? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, he gained two cool points for the fact that he went and dunked an aerospostal shirt and little and little cargo shorts. Let's go. Let's oh, go. Man. Let's go. He's not going to sleep party. tonight. You just made his it. night. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Um, all right. A, a couple more here. Um, so, uh, well, I guess I kind of asked it before, but if there was one NBA player that you still think you could take to this day, like maybe one that's playing, do, do you think you can, you can still take one? I know you could, but who, who I, are you going to call out? We won't use this clip. I just want to know who you're going to call out. <laughs> uh, you can say Thanasis. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hold on. Like, I would look, I wouldn't even play against him because he'd be mad at me. Yeah, he go, he, he go get Greek the free, like right yeah. now. Like, like he'd be so mad at me right now because I know I'm not defending nobody right now, but offensively, hey, a guy that can stay in front of me right now, still, like to this day, like that's that's just that's a natural thing for me. Hell yeah. Like, I don't look, I wasn't even thinking about him because I don't consider him an NBA player. But yeah. <laughs> Oh, watch out, Giannis is gonna be like with all the power of Zeus. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm, hey, look. And <laughs> a couple, but like my, I'm such a, I'm such a basketball guy. I, I just feel anybody in front of me ain't gonna be able to get me. Like I stop it. And, ha- and half it. these guys don't really know the game and don't know angles and don't know everything is a setup move to go a side step for a jump shot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 go, I'm going down your throat. So my first move is always going to be forward. Yeah. So you got to either back up or let me go. And that's that's the thing that I teach now. I have a um, young kid that played with Philly. Um, uh, what's the name's son? Her son that I worked out in. Um, and um, what's the name? He's such a six follower, can do everything. And that's what I was teaching him. I'm like, everybody teach just this loosey-goosey basketball. Mm-hmm. That's why you see so many kids go by and ball bop out. But they think about it, in the eighties and nineties, you ain't never seen that. Somebody no. put the ball, they have their face broke or they, or they <laughs> because it's, it's a straight rip. And I'm teaching them that with the inside foot to give them protection and all that. And he was like, "Dad, this is different." I said, "Yeah, but now you can get into your step back. Now you can get in your bag because 
once I put you on my hip, it's nothing you can do with that. And Ross Strickland showed me that one of the best to ever do it. So I tell guys, like, that's what you guys get at. And that's why I said, like, even now, like, with, you know, my bum knees and I play pickup and I play at probably 10% and go get wherever I want to go. Yeah. They're like, yo, why, why you, how you going to walk to the rim? I said, you don't have no choice. <laughs> you let me shoot a jump shot, which I ain't going to miss because that's, that's what my game is at now. Or I'm going to just go buy and lay the ball up. So what's yeah. going on? And Damn. Then, Where do you put your walker? Remember what, Drew? I'm messing with you, dude. I said, where do you put your walker? Hey, right before I walk in, I fold it up and put it by the door. So, <laughs> like, I got that I got that new one that it looked like a cane. And then when you hit the button, you, hey, watch this. I just saw on Instagram, my wife said she's going to get it for me. Oh, God, like, dude. Dude, I ain't literally- coming at a legend. Hey, I'm, hey, sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. Look, look, <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, and you see, I'm, I'm going to see how far they send you. It's a cane. But a seat come out, and, look, and because because I'm older now, and I'm always in the gym working working with players, I'm like this man. I really can use one of those. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like who don't need? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. What's your uh, What's your favorite Instagram or Twitter account that you follow? Oh. I'm gonna say my wife, but it's nothing to do with basketball because her live content is dope. Um, more worship, more gospel. But I think one of my favorite, I can't think of the guy's name because I'm I love jokes. It's a little guy that has a son that tells the jokes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Who oh, I can't think of his name. I cannot think of his name. Yo, I love I, yo, I can sit and watch this joke because his dad laugh alone <laughs> is the best ever. Like even though we know his stage, it's just that's my yeah, yeah. Yes. He give, he give you a good one every every time. Like he give, <laughs> <laughs> um, who's the uh who's the most famous person uh that follows you on social media or your favorite person that follows you back on social media? Oh dang. I mean, I guess I guess like three of them, like my big bro, uh Rod, mm-hmm. Rod Strick, Mark Jackson. Um, some of my, some of my, like just the fact that we grew up watching them play. Yeah, yeah. And to be as close as I am to them, like my boy Jadakiss, one of my, one of my top rappers. You know, yeah. I put Cam and Mason in because I went to school with them, and you know, top just to put them to fall. Like people yeah. are like, oh, they got you know four million, whatever. To follow yeah. back and talk to them is just, it's, it's always an honor. Like you, you get humbled by the things you that you accomplish in life. Yeah. And if you don't, then you become egotistical. Yeah. But, I just really appreciate the fact that the friendships that I have through basketball. Yeah. The honor, like just now, y'all seen Jada because he's got an award. He just got oh, yeah. diamond rings. When I see him, I can call him Jason and we like, he's cool. And I'm like, even like from Puff Daddy to all them guys, it's like it's cool because they was in that street element that Fat Joe, when I see him, they go, hey, what up? You know, headache. They show me love. And I, in my mind, I'm going, dang. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. It's so cool. That's to me, that's the most ultimate respect of our craft. Yeah, other people that's on the top of their world, like acknowledge us and just say, like, and that to me, you can't ever, you can't ever, like, that's why I tell everybody, I said, my biggest goal now for us as a group to get into the Hall of Fame because we touch so many people to make them respect us and show us respect back. That's the biggest thing I think ever, like. 
And it's, and then I said a whole bunch of people, but I'm yeah. for because these dudes, I didn't make the millions and millions of dollars like they did. Yeah. But them to even have our names in their mouth is an incredible, you know, thing. Real recognize real, baby. That's what it is. Uh, how many, uh, this, this is my last one for you, the, this quick little one. So how many Krispy Kreme donuts do you think you could eat in an hour? <laughs> that was my favorite dog. <laughs> when the red light come on, you already know. It's like pick and roll. Hey, get out the way. Get out the way. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if I don't die from a, a <laughs> diabetes attack, because <laughs> it's something about that sugar on that donut. I don't know what. I don't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> like, and the fact that you bite the donut and it melts in your yeah, mouth, yeah. Like whole donut. <laughs> And it disappears. Like you don't even chew. It just like it's, it's just done. It's like it's cotton gone. candy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like we need to get that tested first. But I'm yeah, probably, yeah. Like, I, I probably eat probably like a dozen. I probably eat two dozen if I have a if, if I don't have a, a coma a coma. Yeah. <laughs> Start seeing spots. Like. <laughs> You'll really need your walker then to get out of the room. Yeah. I, I don't even need a walker. <laughs> just, put a, just put an IV right into my arm as I eat it. Like just give me an IV of fluids. So like, like, yo, why you have a why you have an IV on you? I'm gonna eat these donuts. I'm gonna need some water. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna bring some Krispy Kreme donuts out to you sometime. We're gonna do this challenge, all right? <laughs> hey, 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 I will have fun because I'll be waiting for. Just make sure they hot and the light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are are you still in New York right now? Is that where nah, you live in? Or? I'm, I'm actually in Orlando. Um, oh, okay. Orlando for a little bit. I work with EA Sports doing a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, damn. I was just in Orlando like two weeks ago. I wish I would have known. I should have done it before. Could have linked you, up. Were you on the vacation or you out here for uh, – I was work. There was like a work conference over at the Gaylord. Um, oh, yeah. That's, there. How about like 20 minutes from me? Yeah, okay. Like, that's, that's a dope hotel. It's amazing. There's like a and, rainforest in the middle of it. And, and Christmas time. If you can get down there and stay there, then they put a whole like ski resort, like like snow tires, like oh Christmas shit, tree. like they like we go we don't go next year. Like you gotta buy tickets to get in there, all that. Oh like, damn, damn. Like, and you know it'd be cold in there, but it's like eighty five degrees outside. Yeah, yeah, you walk outside. Yeah, <laughs> like, that is cool. Like, that's sweet. Like, but but look it up if you look at the game look up that stuff. Like it's the that's Christmas. One of the, that's why when you sell like oh, that's one of the dopest. That's like, so cool. Stuff. Like yeah, and it'd be packed. So like, yeah, that's a dope. But yeah, I do that, and I just travel and try to help God, help God okay. out. Do you ever so, come back to Milwaukee ever? Or? I can't. I actually came. I went back. Uh, my 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 god sister just got she got married. I went back for her wedding, and I actually was trying to come back this year for a game because I actually been trying to get them to send me some gear, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which is I, I want some new gear with the stuff. But every time I turn around, they, they get a diff, they get a new coach. Every yeah, week. yeah. I'm like. I'm like, good lord, can we keep one for like two <laughs> years? Like, but like, it, but it's, it's a man. I actually just talked to the, one of the guys now to get some stuff because I want, I want a hoodie. And I actually, I'll make you laugh. I'm gonna leave you with this one. You're gonna crack up. I'm putting it in the book. <laughs> so when I played at Wisconsin Milwaukee, they when I told them I, I signed my scholarship, I said, I've been playing with 13 my whole life. Mm-hmm. I want my high school jersey, everything. I said, I want, I would like to have that number. He told me yes. This is how you know, like the start of foolishness. When I find my letter intent, I fly out, I get there. We go first day of practice. They give me five. 
I'm like, yo, where's 13 at? Oh, no, no, we got you. They gave me 13 as my practice jersey. <laughs> so I actually, I actually have somebody, the dude just sent, I'm going I'm to mess you up, I'm going to show you. I actually, they sent me a 13 for my book and stuff like that. I have a 13 jersey and I have the practice jersey and I have a game jersey, number five. Yeah. I had made. And everybody like, and I said, if that ain't the level of just dishonesty and disrespect, yeah. I, even offered, I even offered to pay for it. <laughs> told me no. Wow. wow. Like, like my chain, my chain has my dad initials on it and then my number 13. And 13. I wore. And That's like his name. So I tell my, I had this for over 20 years. I said, so for you to tell a kid you're going to do that. And then Damn. Get, that shows a level. That's of, horrible. Yeah, that's a bad start like, right there. Jeez. And I tell you about that. I love the uniform. I love was Milwaukee. I said, and I'm happy it finally became a basketball program. But yeah. when I was there, it was struggling to be that because of him and the athletic director and there's people that and, and it's like most people, like most most places, they have the wrong people in charge, and it takes you almost 10 years to get out of that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And all that. Like, and and then to me, I tell every time I go back, I talk one time to a group probably like five of them, Doug was there. And I told him, I said, I said, y'all should be happy. Like, this is really a basketball environment now. When mm-hmm. I was here, it wasn't. If it was a basketball environment when I was here, we probably would have won and went to NCAA tournament and all that. And yeah. we got a good enough team to do it. But it was so much other things we was worrying about instead of the game of basketball. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and we couldn't lock in on that because it was too much bull going Yeah, on. damn, damn. <laughs> You know, that's that's like that's that's the hard fact of it. Like it's just it's, it's just crazy. Yeah. But nobody ever say that because then it makes administration look bad. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Can't okay. speak up. Damn. Well, thank you so much for sharing everything. Damn. I, I mean, it's crazy to hear about a lot of that stuff. So I appreciate you sharing that that journey and everything. And this has been a great, great conversation. I don't know what you're doing this weekend, but uh we're headed to Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri for my bachelor party. So if you want to show oh. up, you can come party with us. Oh, are you are you? Are you getting married? Oh, yeah. Congrats. Congratulations. Welcome Thank to you. You're kind of be next to mine. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was I was going to say, if you come to Missouri this weekend, don't tell your wife. Tell her it's a business trip. I don't know. <laughs> Tim, thank you so much. Uh, yes. Like a headache. Thank you so much. Uh, yes. Seriously, it's, uh, it's been an honor. Yes, thank and, you. And you know, when, thank when you, you can drop it so I can push it out for you too on mine. We'll do. We'll do. I'll, I'll be tagging you on Instagram, but I'll, I'll shoot you a message with some of those videos as well. So, uh, so, so let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's stay in touch. Try not to laugh too, uh, too hard at my videos, but I appreciate oh, no, I you de- so much. Now I, now I definitely got to see that. I might repost it. <laughs> if, y'all, if y'all ain't never seen a TV show, White Shadow, here's my man right here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Is that my street ball nickname or what? <laughs> Your nickname gonna be Air Apostel. <laughs> hey Tim, uh, when you drop your book, I'd love to do another interview. I'm sure yeah. I'll, we'll be the first one to read it. So, God, oh, I, yeah. I, I'll definitely give it to you in the, um, the book. But hopefully, everything will lock up, and the name of the book is gonna be "Life's a Beautiful Headache." Awesome! Um, it's my journey um, through life and just all the different ups and downs and. Just trying to share some some light to kids who you know John trying to make it because in the day like everybody everybody have a story yeah but I, I feel now and then some of the stuff we talk about with the, like by right now the Netflix one is about to drop about the animal mixtape which mm-hmm. is done by the owners which is 
their perspective, which is probably going to be half is going to be true, half is going to be a lot for us. Yeah. And and I'm not in it because of that. Because uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch anything they do. Yeah. Yeah. They lied, they lied to us. They lied. They lied to us from the beginning. The first seven. So there's no reason for us to have a conversation. That's why I walked away from it when they, they kind of pushed me out. But, but yeah, I, I walked away from it because it, it wasn't. They weren't trying to take care of us the way they said they would. Yeah, they, they gonna say whatever they want to say, but you know, like I said before, I, I really believe this. I tell myself, you can't take what we help create because the biggest thing is everybody. Well, y'all know, y'all follow. Everybody always say, well, you know, y'all the and one players, and in their mind, they think they really created us. Yeah. When I talk about it, I tell them all the time, all you was was a financial backer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We gave, we gave you all the swag. We gave you all that, all our essence. And you made millions of dollars and you make it like you you did us a favor. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. actually we did each other a favor, but we did that from the beginning and knew that we both was helping each other. You took yep. care of us. Yep, yep. You, you saw opportunity. Cause I because the biggest part, like New York Times article, and I still have it, I always keep it when we went, they did it with us in Speedwell. And you know, you know, Speedwell from Walkout's play. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And I tell you about the time in the article, they talk about how bad we were. And I just got out of college and I was, you know, I'm a college graduate. You know, I'm like, they made it look like I was like, oh, it has been the NBA. I just got out of college. <laughs> I, I, my first article ever in New York Times Magazine and y'all paint me as this hula. Yeah. Yeah, I had a rough upbringing, but that ain't stopped me in the NBA. I, I was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but I, and I, and I complained about it and they was mad at me. Like, everyone was mad at me. I'm like, yo, I don't like the way it's, 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 it's painting me. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my whole career, even for workouts, I always had to prove to pros and scouts that I can play the game. That you weren't that person, yeah. Yeah, like, Damn. like you know. So, and then a lot of times, it, it it was it was a it was a great it was a great gift, but also it came with a lot of you know yeah. stuff that we couldn't take away. Like I I, was, I worked out for I actually worked out for Sacramento for when Bobby Jackson was out there and we was all working out. And a, and, a, and a scout told me, he's like, yo, you really good, but you have to watch me around. I'm like, I'm walking around, I'm not around nobody. But he wasn't talking about who I was really hanging out with. He was talking about yeah. they were mixtape because they showing smoke and all that. Like, I'm like, I don't, I don't smoke, but it's it's when I'm around. Like we yeah. said they're my NBA players when they out and pop and doing what they was doing. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't no social media back then. Yeah. Like, but I wouldn't, I didn't you catch me on camera, so why I'm being judged? But yeah, that was yeah. that was their mentality. And I was overseas. I had a, I was in Iran playing. Dude told me, oh, the owner don't want to pay you. He don't think you're as good as that. I said, okay. He plays in one number one team in Iran. I had 45 at half. I said, Damn. And I looked at him like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough. And he's like, and, and then he, he called my, my agent had to call me. And I finally, I got paid, like, my, my, my initial. Because I wasn't supposed to play. But it's, it's, I tell you all the time, it was such a fight. Because it's like my college, all that stuff went out the window once I put on an and one jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I helped create it. Yep, yep. <laughs> like, Jeez. Like, like, and that's the crazy part. It's outrageous. Like, like and, and that's, that's what that people people understand. And then it don't help that like my little bro, hot sauce and all of them couldn't really play the game. Yeah. It should be. And I always told him that. That's why yeah. I that's why me and me and Professor always talk. And here to anybody, my first days with him working him out and putting him through the torture was. Hey, I gotta make sure you can play the game of basketball. Yeah, yeah. No matter what you do, trick wise, if you can't put this ball in a hole and be able to hold enough that you can defend a little bit, yeah. What you do, you gonna get yeah. talked about. Like, and, and he understood it. Like, I'm like, he. I tell everybody, if you look at his game, because y'all, y'all, 
y'all know all of us. And mm -hmm. his game and everything he do right now, people, this, this younger generation don't understand. Yeah. It's, it's me, it's AO, it's Ali Mo, it's Pat the Rock. If you look at all our moves and you look at, if you look at Professor. Like Professor, yeah. He, he's, he's able to mimic all of us and do a good job of it. And yeah. He, and he gave his own little spin to it. But if you really are a student of the game, you can see all our stuff. Yep, yep. And that, to me, that was him being a student because I took a lot of my stuff from Raw Strickland for my spin movement, Mark Jackson for my, my IQ being able to pass the ball. Mm -hmm. you know, Kevin Johnson, I want to be able to get up and down the floor and dunk like him, so I worked on that to be that. Like, and I, and I kind of put confuse all of them together and then add my own little spin on it and be who yeah. I am. But yeah. if, you if you don't take like how Puff Daddy said, if you ain't stealing, you ain't trying, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, so, but now I appreciate it. Thank you so much, y'all. I love, I love yeah. it. Yeah, thank enjoy, you. And enjoy your bachelor party. Make sure you come back home. Well, will do. I'm going to try. Hey, hey, Tim, he'll have a beautiful headache. Yes, yeah. I will. Oh, I'm going to have a headache. No, actually, it's going to be the exact opposite. Yeah, it'll be ugly headache. <laughs> hey, well, just, just know if you mess it up, <laughs> she hold over your head for the rest. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm I'm whisper this one because she, my, my wife, might hear it. They don't forget anything. <laughs> Thank you so much, I Tim. Love it. I love it. I love Have it. Have a good one. Well, Thank you so much, Tim. Take yes, care. Sir.